I'm the little shark, but I don't bite. I promise. Oh, that's cringy. <laughs> My nickname is Jay Dizzle. I got it from Gokarts. I do have a nickname, and uh, it's Chuchu. Uh, so Chuchu is uh, the last syllable of Alpha, so uh, that's why we, we call it Chuchu. It sounds cute in French, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, Clem. It's quite boring, actually. I don't really have that many good nicknames. Hello and welcome to F24U, the show about second-tier race car drivers, hosted by second-tier sports analysts. I'm joined... Uh, I'm actually upgrading the drivers to 1.75 tier this year, and I'm downgrading us to fourth tier. Hmm. Fourth tier. I think tier. we need to... We need to be... I think we need to be more... Just more honor, open and honest about ourselves, and we can look to work our way up, do a real Plymouth Argyle, okay. if you will. Um, but yeah, I'm starting us at fourth tier for this year. But the drivers are tier 1.75. This is the spiciest F2 grid right. I've ever seen, I think. I say that most years, but they just keep getting spicy. So basically, we've got some work to do as a, as a unit here. We've got to be yeah, be honest with ourselves, oh, stay humble. Absolutely. We're, curr we're currently more of a Roy Nassani. We want to be an Ollie. Bear. That is that is ice cold on your end, Matt. The, the voice you can hear is, of course, the metaphor himself. It is Matthew Hume. How are you today? <laughs> stick. Um, I am content. Okay, nice. We are content. And I am your host, Jashan, keen for a content episode of Formula 2 chat. This is, of course, our season preview with the uh, the racing due to start just this weekend over there in Bahrain. Lots of juicy storylines to attack. So excited to ignore Formula 1 for a better sport. That's it. Cannot wait. If you guys are, are fans of, you know, the, the juniors, the up-and-coming drivers coming up through single-seater categories, this is the place to be. We are definitely the best Formula 2 podcast in the world. Formula Scout, you guys don't even exist. Barely even a platform, which I definitely don't use for all of my F2 news. Um, Matt, before we get stuck into all this Formula 2 garbage... How about you just take us a rundown further, all right? Formula 3, what's going to happen? Give me the rundown. Give me the lowdown. Go on. Like, in, in what sort of sense do you want a rundown and lowdown? Give me give me a... Who's going to win? Who's going to win Formula 3? Who's going to win? This is some F3 right, for well, me. Come on. I'll give you... <laughs> the me just being me, specifically. Um, the so, well, so I'll give you... A, I've bought it down... From a trolling through the list of names, I think we still got one seat unannounced at um high tech, I think, or MP, something like that. But uh, I bought it down. There is nine names that I'm sort of looking to. There's probably a couple more in there, but like uh, there's a couple of guys that like tried it and that that I've just never heard of, and I'm like, oh, I don't really know what to expect. <laughs> um, but the nine names that I'm looking to are all three of the uh, Prema drivers, Paul Aaron. Uh, Zach O'Sullivan and mm. um, is it Amir Boganovich? What's his name? It's Dino Boganovich. Dino Boganovich, that's the one. Uh, also, Kalen Frederick uh, from, I think he's at ART now, maybe. Uh, Nikolai Solov, who is at ART. Yes, Oli Gerta. Recent addition to the Williams Academy. No, sorry, to the Alpine yes. Academy, Nikolai Solov. Uh, 
Franco Colapinto, and then Johnny Edgar and Sebastian Montoya. Those are the nine that I'm really looking to uh, to be either the proper title contenders or some of the best and brightest of the rookies in the cases of like Gertha and Montoya. Um, and how I brought it down for me, I have Nikolai Solov finishing fifth in a very impressive debut campaign for ART. That could well be good enough to see him leap straight to the big leagues of F2. If not, I think he returns in 2024 as the downright clear-cut favourite for this title for about 35 seconds until Premier announce uh, Andrea Kimi Antonelli. And then, obviously, Antonelli is the favourite. Yes. Uh, as much as there is a huge hype train on him, almost as big as uh, Antonelli's, I have Dino Beganovic finishing fourth. He will get beaten out by a repair of returning stars and also the man who has already captured my heart to be my favourite son in the category this year. Uh, third place son. will be one of those <laughs> returning... Yeah, well, there's always one. Uh, third place will be one of those returning stars. I think in going into the off-season, he is the man both of us were highest on if he returns to the category to be the champion. However, I don't think he has shot up the grid into quite as an impressive overdrive as I would have hoped for and as I think, frankly, he deserved. Mm-hmm. So I think eventually being in an MP will limit Colapinto somewhat, but I still think he will be right up there. I've got him finishing third. I then have Gertha being top of the rookies. Definitely going to be a one and done in this thing. I was so, I've talked about it on this show multiple times. I was so impressed by what he did in his two rounds of um, filling in for Hunter Yaney in the Campos last year, because Campos is just as shit in F3 as they are in F2. <laughs> and he, was, he didn't finish in the points every race, but he qualified top 10 both weekends and was consistently racing in points line positions for large portions of all four races he competed in. And I believe he did get a podium. Uh, so I think Gertha is going to be great in that Trident. Trident goes so hard in F3. They're always going to be right up there. But for me, world champion, he's possibly... Well, yeah, he's Academy affiliate. Well, yeah, he's already Academy affiliated. Academy affiliated. There is big raps on him as a driver. I didn't see all of it last year. But it's clear, obviously, people did. He got to step up to easily the best junior team on the planet in terms of this area of motorsport. I think it's going to be Zach O'Sullivan's championship to lose with Ooh, a Premier. Doing it for Williams, brother. Uh, so I'm going, I'm going ZOS. I'm going Zach O'Sullivan. ZOS. To be okay. the F3 champion. Beautiful. All right, watch out for Zach O'Sullivan. I also do want to mention uh, Gabriel Mini, uh, who's been snapped up by Alpine, uh, the academy there. He's, he'll be driving for high tech. I uh, don't know anything about him, but clearly Alpine see something in him. Um, so, yeah, just watch out for, for the Gabriel Mini. And Johnny Edgar, this is a make-or-break season. Oh, actually, no, he's already been hoisted from the Red Bull Academy, if I'm not mistaken. He's certainly not well, wearing the jersey anymore. It's certainly a make-or-break season in that case for him to really bounce back hard and just prove that he deserves to be in someone else's academy. Yeah. And I fully agree. Obviously, he was illness-affected last season, and he was starting to show a bit towards the end. But yeah, he's in a better car now. I believe. Is he in an ART? Or is he's he in an MP. MP. MP with um, Colapinto. 
so yeah, he's going to have to show something, especially because I think he's going to have a teammate consistently winning races, fighting for podiums. He's going to need so I'd really no lower than seventh. I'd really I'd like him to be sixth, first guy outside of my predicted top five. And really, if he really wants to be moving up. He needs to exceed those expectations. He probably needs to be in the title fight. Uh, I guess we'll see. And then, yes, I said I'm. I'm very excited to see what Seb Montoya can do. Um, yeah, Sebastian. Big right. raps on him. It would be cool to see another Montoya rising up through the ranks. But let's get to the main event of this. Let's My get name to is Anigo Montoya. Prepare to die. On. Before we do our predictions, Matt, there's been, there's been some rebranding in the Formula Two world. Some some fresh oh, paint. First of all, what do you make of the PHM Racing by Charouz's livery? I didn't realize there'd be an audio-visual section of this podcast. There is indeed. Um, livery talk on podcasts is always my... And we did it, but like, I've, I listened to Box of Neutral for the first time in two years the other day. Obviously, they did it too in that. But uh, livery talk on uh, audio um, medium is always the best, because liveries, vi- liveries are a very visual element. They are indeed, quite literally. <laughs> for which we do not have any. Yes. But that is all right. Let me just quickly bring up the, what the Instagram is for. Check out the Instagram page. online hub media, baby. It's popping off. We're, we're pushing for 300 followers. The FUM by Shrews. Yeah, PHM right? Racing by Shrews. Yeah, the FUM. Yeah. That's Ooh, exactly it. I think that is a smexy looking car. You're a fan of the brown. That is the brown. Yeah. Ooh. What brown? The PHM Racing by Shrews. What, what picture are you looking at? Uh, I'm looking at, um... Hold the phone. I'm going to message you this this link. Facebook! I'm just on the F3 website. Ah, you want Formula 2, brother. Oh, right. Sorry. You're all right. Yeah, because we, we still had F2. I still had F2, F3 on the brain because we've been talking F3. No, that makes sense. I do. You're right. Uh, wow, so they've got different looking liveries. Bet- they do! They've got different looking liveries for the two tick because their car in F3 looks sexy as fuck. Um, you know what? And their car in F2 also looks sexy as fuck. This is a, this is a, I mean, it's different, but it's like a metallic chocolate brown, and I kind of, I kind of dig it. Interesting. Not expecting I that. I like. dig it. I like. I, I'm interested to see how it looks out on track, but in a studio photograph, it looks great. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. This would be close to top three for me if it was an F1 livery, I reckon. I, I've just I've never seen anything quite like it with with, I mean, with no. this particular color scheme. It's a bold <laughs> choice, but I don't know what to think. The brown. I'm keen to see how Shame. it looks like out there on on track. It's going to be doing a lot of running around the back of the field. Oh yeah, uh, Brad Benavides down there at the back doing his thing. And finally, two teams have got new name sponsors. We've got. <laughs> Invicta Virtuosi Racing, and we've got Roden yes. Carlin. Which is your preferred God. brand change, Matthew? Um, well, Invicta Virtuosi has somehow managed to make the car look even worse than it did last year, so um, I'm already ruling that out of contention. Like, just for the love of God, build a decent-looking car. Also, Brad Benavidez is really old. He's already older than, like, Dylan. Um, you say that. He's he was also born in, he was born two years after me, so. Oh, no, well, I am ancient. You're getting pretty old as well. But Brad, Brad Benavides was... Brad Benavides actually predates 9-11, so he is old. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Rodin Carlin. Rodin Carlin. Well, Carl, Carl, it can't really affect how the cars look because they're both Red Bull Academy drivers, so it's just a Red Bull. Yeah. Um, but I think Rodin, uh, they're both very striking names. Rodin Carlin is fun mm. to say, Agreed. and Invictor is a cool word. It is kind of overshadows cool. the virtuosi part. Um, but I'm going to go with Rodin Carlin just because of I'm I'm that the nostalgia for it. It was when I entered the sport, and it was also because the paint schemes they had for those cars were so so amazing. Yeah, uh, my heart will always belong to you and I Virtuosi. Okay, uh, and no other Virtuosi will ever be able to come close. I uh, can I just say I'm kind of loving ART's new um, black. Of- or black approach. Or yeah, black and fair red enough. Approach. Black and red. Which I, I assume mean, you, you're, you are always a black and red man. This is... A, you know, uh, this uh, is no... Yes, I'll be interested to see what Martin's car looks like with obviously BWT and like Alpine backing in that. Because um, I'm pretty sure this picture will definitely be what Porsche's car looks like because it's red with the Sauber Academy on it. So I'm curious to see what Martin's looks like. But you're very surprised to see them go away from the traditional ART black and white. Um it's a sexy looking grid. I'm not gonna lie. It's a it's a juicy looking grid for for on track racing purposes, but it's a it's a sexy one too. Um, for those listening, we just recorded well, our Formula One prediction. Stop. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. We just recorded our Formula One predictions episode, wherein our predictions were actually quite similar, barring one or two little kind of miniature swap overs. But I get the feeling that this Formula Two grid will have a few more curveballs in it because it genuinely is incredibly yes. competitive. Have, yes. Matt, have you ever seen a, a, a grid this competitive before? Ever? In your life? Um, in anything? In any category? Have I ever? No, I've never. Um, I mean, probably, but it's this is definitely up there for one of the most competitive. I think when I did my predictions, I did it the same way. When I decided who my... Yeah, as a, to start predicting that, I wrote out a list of people. Uh, I think my list of people who I think could win the title is about the same number as it was last season. But I think the... Well, okay, here's the easiest way I can put this forward. I, I'm i just going to spoil one of my things. I have Jack Crawford finishing 15th wow. in the standings. I would not be surprised if Crawford wins a race this season. I think everyone up with Crawford is a very, very good driver. And I think there's even maybe one or two names below Crawford, who I think are very good drivers, just in cars I don't have a lot of confidence in. It is wow. a great field. I, I think Crawford's a very, very good driver as well, to be perfectly honest. I, I mean, these guys, jeez, oh, I mean, they could they could be 15th, 16th, or they could be in the top three. You never know. Absolutely. But let's start from the bottom, Matt. Started Let's... from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Good effort. Great stuff. Give me your 20-second driver through till the uh, 15th, shall we say. 15th? Including 15th? Yes, including 15th. Okay. In 22nd, I have Brad Benavidez. <laughs> Same. Do a shot. <laughs> In um... 21st, I have Kushmini. Yeah. 20th, I have Juan Manuel Correa. Okay, we, we're literally, we're exactly the same so far. So all of my talk about this, this is, being I crazy. I reckon this is going to be where it may be different. 19th, Clement Novelak. Close, but no cigar. 
18th Roy Nassani. Literally, I had those, but the opposite way. Inverse. I was going to say it's going to be the old <laughs> yeah. inverse. Yeah. Uh, 17th, I have Roman Stanek. Okay. 16th, Ralph Bosch. I'm assuming you have Cordial in 17th. No, no. Uh, Ralph Boschong yeah. in the 16th. And then, as I've already said, I have Jack Crawford in 15th, uh, mm. probably with a decent gap between Crawford and Boschong. Interesting. In terms of points. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, okay. So we've got a couple of um, PODs there, shall we say. A couple of PODs. Hey. Not bad. But yeah, like... Uh, Can't yeah. wait for you to have Daruval in like 17. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Uh, yeah, Benavides will be last. Miney 21st, Korea 20th. I think that that's all pretty fair. I think those guys are very clearly uh, stand out. Second best as... drivers at their team and the three worst teams. Yes. Yes, exactly. I've got Roy Nassani coming 19th and Novelak 18th, as you mentioned. A bit of a flippy floop. Um, I mean, like, there is talk about Novelak potentially going up for a bit of a, you know, being a bit more impressive this season because he's going back to the team so. he likes. But I don't know. We shall see. Lots of good drivers this year. I've got Arthur Leclerc finishing 17th, Matthew. Oh. I've dubbed him Farter Leclerc. He's, he's just not that bad. He's, he's no... His ceiling is no like that. He's he's still a very good driver. He does some yeah, very impressive things. Again, Matt, lots of very good drivers this year. And drivers oh, yeah. with, I think, more tenure in this category with a bit more confidence behind them with a bit more to prove. If he does finish that low on the standings, and it's because he probably that, I reckon he's a good shout for um easily the most overtakes of the season as he mm. does lots of driving from 18th to 11th every weekend. That doesn't right. score yeah, 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 yeah. Because very <laughs> well, game like six well spots every race. Yeah, <laughs> that's because he qualifies like shit, but he drives well. Yes. Um, he has had some really good qualifying results, but often he does qualify out of position, and he is an overtaking monster. Okay. Honestly, if he could qualify, he would have won the title last season because he would have run out to a good enough advantage early on before his form completely fell off that he would have just like desperately clung on. Mm. But he had so many races where he finished like sixth having started 17th, that it's like, man, if you'd qualified 8th, you would have fucking won. Yeah. And then yeah. you probably would have won both races. But alas, it was but, not yes. to be then. Shall it be this year? We don't know. In 16th, I do have that man, Jehan Daruvala. By the way, those two will be competing for worst driver of the year. I'm calling it now. Fata Leclerc and Jehan. I'm sorry. If you think Campos driving Ralph fucking Boshong. Yep. He's going to be in 15th. Is finishing ahead of MP driving Jehan Daruvala. 100%. You're having... I know you think Daruvala is mid as fuck, but mid as fuck is still infinitely better than Ralph. I guarantee you Daruvala is going to win a race this year because he always does. And if he's not won a race come Abu Dhabi, I guarantee you he wins the Abu Dhabi sprint. It's just what happens. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, mate, Daruvla's tapped out. He's been here for ages. He's been dropped by Red Bull. He's going to have zero confidence. He, As, I, as you said, he's mid. And all the chat coming out of the, um, the Campos camp, funnily enough, is that testing's gone very well for them. They're looking good. Camp and while I've got no say. faith in Kushmani, Ralph Boshong has been there, done that. He's got things to prove, and he's the friend of the, sh- of the show, obviously. So we love <laughs> Ralph Boshong. Uh, Matt, any of those drivers, those bottom seven there, do any of them make it as your worst driver of the year? I didn't actually make a prediction for worst driver of the year because we 
Hannah, but I, I'll happily do one. Okay. I'm going to... I just think... I mean, it's probably a bit stiff on him, but I just don't... Benavides is the biggest one. Benavides is the only promotion I don't understand. Yeah. Miney, um, there's always going to be... He's one of those things. There's always going to be interest in trying to find the next Indian F1 star. Mm-hmm. I also think he had some really, really strong flashes uh, last season. He just never, in F3, just never really strung anything together. Mm. Correa, I think, has a bit of backing, and there's the feel-good story of it all with the whole everything that happened a few years back with the Antoine Hubert crash at yeah. Spa. I just don't really understand. Bennett, I, there's, always, there's always one, and heck, Amari Cordiel proved me wrong, but goddamn did Alessio Deletta prove me right. I'm not really sure why Benavides is here, and I'm expecting more Deletta, less Cordiel from Benavides, or just more like Cordiel for the first half of last season before he suddenly decided decided to become the best driver on the grid. Um, so I'm going to go with Benavides because I just I just I just don't think he's going to be very inspiring. Fair, 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 fair. fair. Brad Benavides, I don't mind. Just as an aside, so you've just got your predictions for standings, and then... I have no, I have Dotty, Totty, and Rotty. Dotty, Totty, and Rotty. But okay. I can happily, happily jump in. If you've got other things you've handed out, I can happily give them... I know this category well enough to hand out awards on the fly, so like... I'll yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's easy. Um, I think we'll, we'll get to bigger surprise, and we'll do the rest. Okay. Uh, and how about the constructors, brother? Uh, give me, let's say, your bottom five constructors. In rising Bottom five order. constructors. Uh, Campos. Dead last. The camp, the, the Spanish camp? Yes. Fuck. by Chirouz. <laughs> uh, the video assisted review. Okay. Trident. And Dams Daniel. Back at it again with wow. mediocrity. Wow. Onto, wow. Yeah, so Campos, PHM by Chirouz, VAR, Trident, and Dams will finish seventh. A seventh with dams. I mean, Sheesh. yeah. That's I have brutal brother. Who's the second dams driver? Leclerc. Leclerc. What are you? How are you surprised by dams finishing seventh when you think Leclerc is going to be the worst driver <laughs> of the grid and finish seventeenth? Did you apply? Because I thought that you'd be high on Fata Leclerc. I thought you're, 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 you like the guy. Oh no! Spoiler alert! Literally, when we come back to drivers, the next name I'm about to say is Arthur Leclerc. Right. So, okay, I'm not okay, that okay, high right. on Arthur Okay, you're not that high on him. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Then that's okay. We're, we're okay with that. That's fine. As I said, I don't think he's. I, I don't think he's getting beaten by like. Boshong Stanek bad, but like mm. he's not going to do anything particularly awe inspiring. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, what's it? Yeah, it's Virtuosi, isn't it? Virtuosi. And any of those ones leaping. I, I'm surprised you don't have Fum last. I mean, Benavides is very clearly the worst, and we don't like Roy Nassani. But you've got Campos being yeah, worse. But my... Worse than Fum. I guess, I think, we don't like him, but Nassani finds a way. I think Nassani mm. will be closer to Boshong than Benavidez will be to Miney. Right, okay. Even if it's like Boshong scores eight points, Nassani scores six points, but Miney scores three points, and Benavidez scores no points, and Fum will beat Campos by like a fucking point. Right. I think both of those teams are going to be pretty fucking wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, I mean, like... Uh, no, these guys, none of them could score Which is a shame, because Fittipaldi so made Sheru such a feel-good story last year. Yes, indeed. I mean, the fact that they come in there on the on the F2 teams list right after Invicta Virtuosi Racing is 
it's an oof because they're not going to be there this year. I'll tell you that for free. Absolutely not. Now, Nissani Championship contender, you heard it here first. Bloody hell, mate. Um, I mean, who knows? That would that would be the turn up of the absolute century. I have got from last. Yep. I mean, I'm just of course. I mean, I, just, I don't see anything. Totally acceptable. Yeah, I mean, they're going to look sexy doing it. Um, they so are. That's, that's, there's that. Easily the best looking car on the grid. I've decided. Not even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if I've done my maths, if I've done my estimations correctly, I think I've got this right. And then I've got Campos 10th, VAR 9th, Trident 8th, and I've got Virtuosi 7th uh, currently leading into the season. And For just... reasons, you'll see why there's no way I could have Virtuosi that Of way. course, of course, of course. And I do think PHM by Cherus will be the worst team of the year. I, I tell Until they get better drivers into that car, I just don't see any other way it's going to happen. I, I think they'll get zero points all season. I don't. I think Nisani's going to have a bit of a stinker. Too many good drivers for him to sneak in points this year, I reckon. This is Too gonna many be of them. A nonsensically uh, hot take, bold call. Go on. Especially when I say some things further on. But I'm going to go with Prema for worst team, purely Ooh. because I think two straight years without winning the constructor standings for Prema is a colossal failure. And I and don't think win. they're going to win it. Fascinating. So, I think if, I think going more than <laughs> a year without winning it for Prema is a massive failure. So I, they could finish second, and I, they're the worst. They're winning worst team of the year because they've gone two straight years without winning. The man is who's so high on both Fred Vesti and is literally in love with Oli Behrman does not think Prema will win. Fascinating stuff. Ooh, All right. Find out why. Find out next time on F two for you. Bad takes. From cool people, right? We're cool, aren't we? <laughs> no, um, no, what no, are you no, most no. looking forward to this year? Give me, give me a little, give me a little positivity bump after that negative premature. The kids, the, the kids. kids are all right, Jashan. The kids, the kids <laughs> are all right. Maloney, Martins, Bearman, Crawford, Hajar, Leclerc. Even Stanek down there and that. Mm -hmm. And if you want to just pencil in the couple of other guys who are still very, very young, but just not in the rookie season anymore. Hauger, Doohan, even Fittipaldi is only like 21. Pusher yep. is still a teenager, I'm pretty sure. And fuck, for good measure, we'll throw in like... like I mean, obviously they're all kids in this, but there's some like really, really youngsters in the grid. In oh, yeah. And Bamin is literally a child. Dripping dripping in talent dripping um, in talent i'm so excited to see it my god particularly obviously maloney and bearman but i think the call i'm i'm just i cannot wait to see what the newly minted uh red bull academy duo can do at carl the roden boys uh, who's got your rookie um, of the year lead straight into it f f fill me in who's rookie of the year for you i think we both know who my rookie of the year is <laughs> Oliver Behrman? Is it Ollie Behrman? Yeah, it's, it's Oliver Behrman. Yeah, all right. Look, you know what? Not you got, a, you've picked your man. Not by a crazy margin. Yeah. Not by a crazy margin. But I do think Behrman is the only rookie I can see still being in the title fight. 
as we hit the home stretch of the last couple interesting. of rounds. Interesting, interesting. He's not the only one. He's not the only one I wrote down to be. I wrote down two rookies to be potential title contenders. Okay. But Bearman's the only one I could. I still think might be there. Um, as the championship is taking its last breaths for the year, I think we'll lose the other one, one or two rounds before that. Fair shout. Okay, all right, some good chat. I'll, I'll follow that up. What I'm most looking forward to this year, it's a bit more negative. I'm looking forward to Roy Nassani finally leaving the sport. I think 2023 will be his last uh, run around in a Formula too much, 2. Too much money. Too much money, mate. We shall see, Matthew. We shall see. There are other rich people in the world. And Rookie of the Year, Zane Maloney, doing it for Barbados. What a surprise. Him and him, Rihanna will be there to, to give him the award. She'll be like, here you go. I don't even, is she from Barbados? I'm fairly certain she is. Yeah, let's just let's just go. Yeah, she's Barbadian. I nailed it. I'm amazing in every she's single way. Gonna... Oh, she will have had she will have had the child by that point probably. So what? She's gonna take oh, yeah, time exactly. off from raising a newborn to give the rookie of the year award. No, to I mean, she'll be like giving him the award, and she'll have the kid while she's there. She just cares so will much about Zayn Malone's career. They be standing under her umbrella. Ella, yes. Ella, Ella, yes, they will. All right, now I want you to give me your driver predictions. 14 to 8 inclusive. I'm going to go and get my Uber Eats, so you, you just got to talk, uh, buddy. All right. 14th, I have Arthur Leclerc. In 13th, I have Richard Vashaw. Nice! Ah, oh, shots for the boys. It, 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 that's fantastic. Vashaw, uh, 13th apiece. Ooh, this will be interesting. In 12th, I have Amari Cordille. Um, I'd love ooh. to put him championship contending but i don't think we can put him any higher than this but 12th will be a good result i reckon that's going to be some good points and possibly a race win in a sprint wow. uh in 11th i have isaac hadjar Oof. 10th victor martins okay uh ninth in the first place of just being distinctly mid within uh this year's field jehan derivola okay uh and in eighth place i have Dennis Alger. Wow. Fascinating. Dennis Bergkamp. Except it's Dennis Alger instead of Bergkamp. It's Dennis Alger. That's... It's actually quite... It's sim, It's much more similar than what uh, I was expecting coming into this. Fascinating. Yeah, Alger in there. You're not, you're not buying into the, the, the narrative that Dennis Alger always wins the category in his second attempt? Uh, I don't really know whether that applies for anything beyond his time in F3. He won his second and year in F4 as well. Did he? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> interesting. He was the first name I wrote down as a possible title contender, but that's literally yeah. just because I there's a lot to a lot of moving pieces in F2. It's hard to remember, so so that I get everything nice and easy, I write out each of the teams and their driver pairings on the left-hand side of my spreadsheet before I start putting anything else in. Mm. And Hauger's at the top of that because he's the number one car in the reigning champions team. <laughs> he is so the, num- he's the number one car. You better in order Because the next name I wrote down was Maloney and Fittipaldi. So, like, yeah. um, that doesn't mean anything. I don't know. I just kind of looked at it. And those guys I legitimately believe in more or just love so much that I want to predict them higher than Dennis Hauger. So, but I honestly, as me. Hauger is the eighth, from eighth up are the names that I see as being legit title contenders. Fucking hell. Uh, I would not be surprised if any of these guys won the title this season. That includes Hauger. Um, and it's kind of the kind of thing, the way F2 goes, I wouldn't be shocked if, well, obviously you cut that, but I wouldn't be shocked if Hauger in eighth is still mathematically in contention for like third a la 
yep. the way it, it'll, it'll go down to the wire coming sure. into Abu Dhabi. I think all of these guys will be in contention for at least high, high places in the standings. Always the end. It's going to be a tight one. All right, I'll I'll slide in. I've got a Maury Cordial at fourteenth. Oh, I appear to have lost you now. No, you you've still got me. You can hear me, can't you, Matt? Oh, no. Uh, no, you're back now. Yeah, I can hear you now. Matthew Hume, the metaphor at it again. Yes, I've got I've got Cordial at fourteenth. Fuck! Jesus Christ, I hate this oh, shit. Oh, it's me. What the fuck is my thing doing? How can you be disconnected? All right, can you're you hear me? Can you hear me, son? What the fuck is going on? Now you've got... I'll take that like as a, a no. What? I'm so confused. You were like two you different things talking you? at the same time. Oh, that sounds like an internet thing. The fuck? Um, it was definitely me. I was the one dropping it. It was coming with the RTC disconnected on mine. So oh, me dropping okay. out, not you, I think. But I don't understand why. Like, I'm on my hotspot. There's nothing more I can do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. But we seem to be back now. So if we, you want to yeah. start talking, and we'll hope for the best. We seem pretty milk at the moment. I've got a Maury Cordial at 14th. Ah, uh, uh, I... sad. <laughs> hey, I've got him above Leclerc and Deruvula, so you know, you've done that. You're joking, should have been higher. You've talked me into believing in him enough to put him there, you know, it's not That's bad. Fair. I'll take it, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, 13th, I, I, as you mentioned, Richard Vashore. That's just the perfect spot for Richard Vashore. Good, but not great, oh, but yeah. definitely not bad. Easily top of the back markers. Yep, Easy. 100 thou. Except for Roman Stanek, who I've got coming 12th. Oh. Boy, big hype. Big yeah. Hype for Stanek. Give me Roman Stanek, man. Give me, uh, give me, um, some love for my Balkan brother. He's gonna do it. He's doing it for for the Czech Republic. All right, Roman Stanek. Gonna, gonna, Czechs gonna... really considered part of the Balkans. I think you're gonna turn some heads this year. Yes, the Czechs are part of the Balkans. Everyone's really part of the Balkans. Oh, um, fair enough. Okay. About... Well, Doesn't Balkans that just mean the... when everyone's Balkan, no one will be? Every, I'm. I'm... Every, the Balkans of the motherland, Matthew. We, we can all trace our roots back to the Balkans. And I think from here, title contenders. Everyone. Um, I've got Vesti 11. 11th up. Wow. I've got, there are 11 title contenders. Fred Vesti is, is, is slotting in there With at number 11. With all due respect, Isaac is not ready. Victor is not good enough. Victor uh, Victor is the reigning F3 champion, and he is good enough. And Hajar, maybe he's not ready, but... He's definitely got the talent for it. I mean, he was in the race up until the very end last oh, year. Oh, dude, there is no way Jack Crawford's a title. Jack Crawford wasn't a title contender in F3. He's he's good, <laughs> but he's overrated. He's a smoky, all right, Matt. He's my American hope. He's a smoky. Yeah, smoky and the lot. bandit. But Hadjar, I've got 10th. Victor Martin, I've got, funnily enough, all the names you've just mentioned, I'm rolling out here. Victor Martins is 9th, and Jackie Crawford is 8th. Over there nah, in the high yeah, tech. You're having a fucking laugh if you think Crawford is beating the reigning F3 champion, Isaac Hadjar, and also Fred fucking Vesti. 100% gonna happen. Having a laugh, mate. <laughs> Drackey Crawford's fucking doing it. Get that fucking massive Texas dick out of your mouth and oh, wow. just get your head in the game. Some smoky barbecue sauce all over my front. I have no front. idea where Jack Crawford's from. He's from Charlotte. Oh, so he's probably massively racist. That's unfortunate. Wow. Wow, man. He's, he's, just, a mass, he's just a massive PJ Washington fan. All right. 
Now, uh, just run me, run me through the rest of your constructors. Run me through the rest of your constructors. All the way all to the top, hey? All the way to the top. All the way to the top. We're, we're doing it. Uh, in sixth place, we have <laughs> high tech. Okay. I will be distinctly admit, obviously I had Hadra 11th and Crawford 15th. I think Hijack will probably be a decent way off the pace. Of but ahead of Dams. Also miles ahead of Dams. Yeah, because I just don't have Leclerc doing much. Oh, look, that one could be interesting. Uh, the way I've actually played things out, it wouldn't possibly surprise me if Dams is actually... I should probably switch Dams and Hijack, if I'm honest. But, oh well, we're here now. Uh, then Virtuosi. Cordial would be good, but he will not score nearly enough points to make up for the fact that every team above Virtuosi has a second driver that is going to um, win actually contribute. at least one race and really contribute. Yeah. Deruvula will contribute. You may not like it, but he will. Mm -hmm. uh, then I have MP, because Deruvula is not going to contribute nearly as much as... Well, actually, that's a lie. He's going to contribute more at Martins, but I don't think Haug is going to contribute anywhere near as much as Porsche. Okay. Uh, which is why I then have ART. And then, obviously, at the top, I have the two teams who I think are full of two drivers who are going to be contributing lots of points. Uh, Primo coming second, winning my worst team of the year because they're not winning the title. <laughs> and then I have Carlin winning because Carlin has the best lineup on the grid. Because mm -hmm. in terms of my objective talent rankings, personally, I think they have the third and probably fifth best drivers on the grid. Yeah. No one else has two names that I could probably put well, definitely no one else has two in the top five. Very and I'm not even sure if I have anyone who I'd say has two in the top seven or eight. So, Look, I mean, all, all of this all of this is just going to go tits up as soon as the season oh, starts. Oh, absolutely. Give it three weeks and I'll be talking yeah. about how Roman Stanek was obviously always yeah. the best <laughs> of the rookie class. Uh, uh, I'm claiming Stanek. I'm claiming Stanek now. You can't take Stanek. Clearly, clearly, we're all just idiots for not understanding that you know um, Richard Vashaw was just going to romp his way to the title. So he, he's destined for it. Uh, who's get? So I, I assume thusly, Carlin. I mean, like obviously with F two, it's yeah. Carl, it's, Carlin's getting my team of the year. Yeah, um, yeah I yeah, think yeah. Carlin is. Fair, oh, I wouldn't call it fairly comfortable, but I think I think Carlin's getting the job done pretty nicely in terms of winning yeah. the constructor standings. Fucking easy as you like, brother. Brosif. Okay, yeah, bang on. I've got MP coming in uh, sixth. Uh, Deruvula, Deruvula are going to be anchoring Hauga so badly that they, they just, you know... Because I've got a mix here. I've got teams who have got two guys scoring around similar points, a la high-tech. And I've got teams who have one guy killing it and one guy all, not killing it. All I'm saying it. is, MP know how to win the title by getting carried by one very good driver. Yeah, I don't think we ever. I don't. How think we... is going to give them more than Novelak did? That's all I'm saying. That's oh yeah, but how is how is the number one driver here? One hundred percent. Darubal is just shit. Darubal will sorry, give them Daru more than Novelak did. is going to give them more than Novelak. That's what I meant to say. But how do one give them as much as Drogovic? Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I agree. And, and I, you know, I don't think we ever see anyone dominate the category as much as Drogovic did ever again, because that was oh, just insane. You're wrong. Now, uh, in fifth, I've got uh, High Tech, the boys, super consistent, yep. sliding in there. Just behind Dams, obviously Leclerc, Ooh. 
dragging that particular team down. Otherwise, they'd be a fair bit higher. Yeah, Prema, I've got third. Outside your top three. Prema, I've got third uh, in a bit of a... I, I guess you consider that a failure. I've never been high on Vesti. I know he, he's he's had some decent results, but I just... I don't know. I, he lacks pizzazz for me. Not a Vesti guy. He's not the boring. most interesting driver. I'll totally no, give you that. he's not. And I, I'm a sucker for interesting drivers. You know me. I love my Liam Lawson. Lawson's. Uh, I've got ART coming in second. The French connection there. And Roden Carlin also getting that. Dubsky. And thusly, team of the year. Because we love a bit of Roden action. I don't even know what Roden is. But it's fantastic. And now I do believe we're on to the pointy end of this pointy podcast. Drivers. Top uh, seven Ooh, drivers. Sure, uh, we all love a top seven. Are we are we building up to champion, or are we giving champion away and working down? Uh, build up to your top three, and then name your champion. Okay. In seventh place, it breaks my heart because I do almost love him as much as my favorite son, but I think we've very much, as much as I love the guy, I think we're taking on the roles of I am Bearman, you are Maloney, even though I love Maloney almost as much as Bearman. That's the way we're playing out the rivalry. Okay. I think that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be great on this because Maloney is your favorite. Yes, he is. They're they It's like splitting a fucking bee's dick for me. But a Bearman is narrowly shadows Maloney. I think so. I'll just fully go the Bearman camp. And is Cordial third um, in that? I probably fourth. Behind Dylan. Uh yes. Who is probably also ahead of Maloney? Just the top four is incredibly close. Again, this is a grid I love a lot, because then Vesti's not that far behind either. Yeah, of course, you're a big Vesti um, Okay, so yes, Maloney in seventh. I think he'll do some great things. I think he'll get a pole at some point. He'll definitely win some... He'll definitely, yeah, definitely win some races, probably a feature. But I think the top of his standings is going to be very, very good. And much with Hauger coming eighth, someone of the championship contenders has to be the guys at the bottom. And I just think Maloney, I just, he's great. I don't think he's mm. one. I think he's really, really good. I think it will be a travesty if he doesn't get to progress to F1. Mm-hmm. And I think he should um, at some point. I'm hopeful, very, very hopeful that being a Red Bull Academy driver means he will. And he'll probably almost definitely, if these results go the way, I'm pretty sure he will be the guy I'm predicting to win the championship next season. Mm-hmm. But for now, seventh. That'll do. I love him. I think he's great. I was very, very high on him. He was kind of... There was a point last season where I was like, he's going to be my prediction for the champion because I think he's going to be the best of returning drivers. It's not gone that way. Fred Vesti in sixth. Uh, Okay. I just think the way various moves have shaken, other guys have come out above him, I think. Vesti was a guy you were pretty set on, like, oh, he's going to be my title contender for next year. I, and he, but he is. All of these guys are going to be right up there. Like, mm. I don't think there'll be much more than 20 points between third and sixth when all is said and done, if not less. Could be very similar to this season. Fifth place, I have Ayumo Olasa. Uh, I think he's nice. very, very good. And I think Hell he yeah. will be, take a huge step forward this season. But I don't think he is at that mercurial, like, prodigious level of talent okay. of the four men I have ahead of him. Mm-hmm, and I also mm-hmm. think Dams isn't able to produce as good of a package as quite possibly the other yes. Three teams are. But you well, could have said that about MP teams. last year, and then and then Dragovich obviously this won the title. This is also very very true. So we could see. Uh, and then in fourth, I, I wanted to predict him a bit higher, but 
there's two guys I really, really am in on for this season, and I just couldn't find a way to justify putting him ahead of the other guy in my top three. Uh, Ollie Behrman will come forth, obviously taking out Rookie of the Year, but I think... I think if Ferrari, a Ferrari is smart, even with a fourth place finish, I think this might be his only year in F2. If I am Ferrari, I am fucking, after Behrman shows, finishes fourth, wins three or four races for the year, couple of features, really, really good. Just maybe a little bit of race cross consistency compared to the guys who have been here and done it before. Mm-hmm. Let him down in terms of actually that. If I am, if I am Frederick Vasseur and the boys at Ferrari, I am walking down that pit lane. I am fox smashing Gunter's door, and I am saying, "Gunter, Ollie is in your car, or you don't get an engine next year." Simple as that. You're putting him in your car, or fucking find a new engine supplier. You can fuck off one of the old farts. This boy needs the Leclerc treatment. He needs to go into a car, and we need to see what he can do. And it has to be harsh because Bottas has got that fucking massive contract, and also he's Australian. Can't want Bottas off the grid. And unless he really regresses, there's no way I want Joe gone either. So he is, he's in a, he's got to be in a Haas next year. Or else someone's going to okay. skip. I mean, if I don't it... put him in a Haas, I reckon Red Bull should fucking put him in a Toro Rosso. Fuck off the Academy boys. Put Bam yeah. in the car. Wow. It, it, Bearman is a future, Bearman is a future F1 world champion. My God. I'm mate. willing to, this is, this is a comeback. We'll see how it goes, but this is a clip it, come back. <laughs> Put it on freezing cold takes in 10 years when he scores all of four points for his career. But I think Behrman's a future world champion. I, really, ahead really of the good. other Red Bull Academy guys, who, of course, I mean, you haven't named Fittipaldi yet, who will be finishing ahead of Behrman Correct. this season. In I think brain. Fittipaldi finishes ahead of Behrman in this championship, but I think there's a better chance of Behrman achieving big success in F1 than Fittipaldi. Hmm. But, Despite Fittipaldi's cool. genes... Yes, despite Fittipaldi's name. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think your pants have anything to do with it. <laughs> hey, mate, if you get the right if you get the right denim cut, it's huge. Okay. Mm, JJ's, they make a good chino. I will say that. All right. I've got Jack Doohan coming in number seven. You're joking. You're joking, you reckon? Should have been higher. Should have been higher. Ah, nah, the, uh, look... I mean, I, I just don't. I mean, again, they're all they're all competitive. They're all title contenders. It's the same thing as me putting Maloney in seventh. I get it. But I've never been as high on Jack Dillon as you. Uh, perhaps because of your love for Jack Dillon is why. But I mean, I mean, uh, critics are kind I of. You put Bamman in sixth. <laughs> I have got Bamman in sixth. <laughs> Guys, I told you, I told you, it's the rivalry. I'm burying Maloney, even though I love him. You're burying yeah. Bamman purely because I love him. Yeah, yeah. Again, I mean. I am kind of leaning towards the the second year guys having a better year. Yeah, totally fair. Which I mean, I get, it's kind of I mean, it's kind of novel, it's kind of cliche, but I just I want to lean into that as something, right? No, I think but that's pretty good. Obviously, Doohan came my sixth. Top three, second year. Well, Doohan came year sixth years. last year, having flirted with the championship at certain points. And critics critics are mixed on him. Like, if you look at Formula Scout, who I mentioned earlier. Two of their guys have doing finishing top two and cha- and challenging, and then one of their guys is like, "Well, he'll finish ninth and, and and thinks he's quite mid. So I just I'm I'm going yeah, in the middle. Fucking... He'll be seventh. Joking. I just I don't that's think Virtuoso like... are up to standard either. Quite frankly, that's that's probably the most compelling argument <clears throat> against doing is Virtuosi still batting at a point of being able to compete with the heavy hitters like they were in the Joe Ilot days. Yes, 
I'm not sure. We shall see. And yeah, uh, I've got Vermin in sixth, uh, uh, that rookie. I mean, look, he's what, he's 17, I think. He's young as shit. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say like that's the reason. Obviously I know he's talented, I know he's good, yeah. but I'm just gonna I'm gonna pop him in there like. That's totally right. fair. Which which makes him second of the rookies because I've got yes, Dennis Hauger fifth. Yep. I think Hauger will start off the year with a bang. You know, like he'll really make the most of that. Oh, I'm Dennis second year Hauger. I'm going for the championship, but I think he'll I think he'll he'll slow up towards the end of the season while the rookies find their feet. He'll realise um, he's just not as good as some of the other drivers. That's totally fair. Quite possibly, yeah. But he'll definitely be in the conversation. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, and I've got Fittipaldi fourth. Just want to get to the end of My the boy podcast. Fitzer oh, I'm back with... Fitzy coming in there, number four, P4. Re- doing... You're absolutely... You're having me on here. I'm having not you on. Not about Fittipaldi in fourth. I think that's totally fine. You've, you've actually put Maloney in the top three. You're having me on, mate. Mm-hmm. You are having me. I thought for all money you were putting him fourth, and I was going to be like, "Damn, I wish I, I wish you'd put Bearman in seventh because that would have been perfect if we just yeah, would be nice." Brooks, but you are ha- having me on. He is very, very good, but I, I just I see don't, I just that's that's but it's perfect though because you've got Maloney one spot lower than I have Bearman, and I have Maloney one spot higher than you have Bearman, so it kind of works out. That's fair enough. That's fair. It does kind of work out even though lower averages. All right, Fair I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna run straight through to my top three. I'm gonna I'm gonna smash it out serpentine style, serpentine yeah. fire, earth wind and fire. It's a banging song. My man's who's winning the ship. I called it last year. I'm doubling down. I'm focused okay. on it. I'm loving it. It's a Yuma Wasa oh, in the dams. Let's fucking go. The overtake king overtook 18 cars in one race. If he can do that, he can do anything. He's got a bit more. He, he finished off last season with very, very consistent form, really impressive results. He's going to keep that going into this year. Is there an argument to be said that he's not as good as the other uh, Red Bull guys? Maybe he's not in the same caliber? Sure, maybe. I don't know. I've got full faith in a Yumu. He will just beat Teo Porsche, who will come second. I have a question for you, if I can. Go. And if our internet connections will allow it. Go. Um, if it was to come, because obviously you've, uh, you've said Porsche, so you've got Maloney coming third. Yeah. Uh, if it was to come down to it, if it was to be boiling down to Maloney and Owasa going to the last oh. couple of rounds, where's your loyalty going to lie? Oh, I don't know, Matthew. Who are you picking? I don't you picking? know. Your longtime favourite son or the guy who, once you discovered him in this category, you've absolutely adored from the word go last season? I don't know. It's going to be hard. Because oh. I've got, I'm at the same as you. I don't know who I'd be backing out of Bearman and doing. I don't know where I'd be. I guess I'd I'd on. say Owasa wins this year and then Maloney can win it next year. Yeah, but who would you want to win? Would you Would you be as simple <sighs> as Would you Would you be being illogical? Like, I want Owasa to win this year because I think Maloney can come back and I'll cheer for him yeah. next year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the logic I'll I'll, I'll follow. What are you gonna do when you fall in love with um, Sebastian Montoya as he romps to the F three title? No. He's in the I'm not a said I'm a, I'm a Colapinto guy in F3. For I sure. should have just gone with that. That works for me as well. I'm a Colapinto man. Fair enough. So you just to run that again. You've got your doubling down on your boy Owasa and then mm-hmm. Porsche and then Maloney. And just to just to be clear, if Porsche finishes second, is that the end of his career? What like full stop? He never races a car. No, again. no, that's oh. the end of his F1 uh, aspirations, shall we say? <sighs> It's a really weird one because honestly, um, n- no. 
in much as the fact that I think whether or not he finishes first or second, I don't actually think it changes things at all. Because I think even if he wins the championship, he is not in a car on the grid to race next season. Simply to me because... Because of Joe like, and Bottas being there. Yeah. The seat the seat is at Alfa Romeo. And Alfa Romeo probably right now are one of the securest driver pairings on the grid. And Joe, because mm. Bottas is locked into a longer term deal and he is the big star and he's doing really good things for them. And it's important to have his experience around the developing the car and that. And then the flip side... First of all, both of us think Joe can do some pretty good things in that car and could be moving up the standings oh, yeah. this year. And secondarily, Joe has a huge amount of rope because he has A, big money behind him with China, and B, mm-hmm. big market behind them. You want to be keeping Joe at least till we get some Chinese Grand Prix back because... They will do insane merch numbers if they oh, have yeah. a Chinese Grand Prix with Joe and that. So, and he's a he's an um, uh, what the fuck are they called? He's an Alfa Romeo. He's a Sauber Academy. He's a Sa- he Sauber go? Academy. Yeah, yeah. Unless someone else thinks, and I don't think he's shown enough, unfortunately, for one of the other, from one of the big three academies to go. Well, we're snapping him up to put him in someone else's team because that's the thing. Mm. Red Bull. What 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 she's showing crazily that like Fittipaldi, Maloney, or Wasser and that aren't showing for Red Bull to chuck him in their car, even though he's not their guy, over one of their own guys into the AlphaTauri seat. Why would Ferrari bottle him into the Haas or something? When again, as I said, we both of us think Bamman is doing big enough things. That why wouldn't you just be putting Bamman if you want to put anyone in? And in the case of Mercedes, Pochet better than Vesti. I think so, mm. but yeah. But Mercedes have your, your Mercedes. If, anyway. if Hamilton retires, I, they'll buy Lando Norris out or something, or they'll buy Piastri. Oh yeah, absolutely. Someone who they know can do it in F one in there. They're not just going to put Porsche straight into that car, and they're certainly not going to pick Porsche up to make Williams put him in the car or something. I don't yeah. think. Or they so, wait for Paul Aaron and, and Antonelli to develop. I think yeah. Well, that's the other answer. I think. And then, so for that thing, so even if he wins the title, I don't think he races on the grid next season. Even if he finishes runner-up, I do think he is Sauber's official reserve and test driver and will be very much integral around the team in the way that we're seeing Dragovic and Aston Martin this year. Yeah, that uh, could be then fun. It just becomes, then it just becomes a waiting game of does a DeVries-like opportunity open up or does Joe really fall off to the level that they're not happy and they love what they've been seeing him do in testing sessions and yes. in the sim and they choose to put him in the car. Or does, yeah, someone isn't... Because that's the thing, if Pusher ends up in the Dragovic thing, I could see Pusher being the next guy like doing Dragovic and that where just half the fucking field signs him up to be a reserve driver. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, it yeah, literally yeah, just... Someone misses a race... He devreases his way in to drive for Alpine for a weekend. He finishes seventh. We're like, oh my god! And then someone signs him to be a driver the following season. Yeah. <laughs> or he could, <laughs> or he could do the Eilert route and never quite get the opportunity and end up yes. in IndyCar, which is totally. He'll fine. be take if he if he makes F one full time. It will be taking the unconventional route. Mm. He's not just gonna sweep on straight in anymore I don't think unfortunately which is a shame because he's a very very talented guy judging by all of that what you just said I assume you don't have Porsche winning the championship no I don't mm. I'm backing the man in I'm going Jack Dillon 
Jackie Doohan. Jack Doohan. I, I stand very firmly by my thoughts. I think Doohan was the fastest driver last year and a mixture of his own mistakes and some of the worst, like, Liam Lawson would fucking shudder at the level of, like, not-his-fault luck Jack Doohan had at times last season. There were so many incidents that had nothing to do with him. Yeah. Either the car brake, like, the wheel not being attached properly... The weird fucking series of just everybody. In fact, he was involved in both of the um, safety car restart concertinas, yeah. neither of which you could say is objectively his fault in any way whatsoever. But you don't there think he's a choke artist others. a la Charles Leclerc. You think he can turn that around? No. Um, the incident at Bahrain where he just unfortunate fucking timing. He came out of the pit lane at the same time someone else arrived there. All of that cost him big enough points. It wasn't going to win him the title, but it would have put him right up there close behind Porsche. He definitely would have been third, if not ahead of Porsche. I think he's, when he strings it together, I think he's just so incredibly fast. I don't know whether I'm going to call him the fastest guy on the grid anymore. Maloney and Behrman are there. But I think Maloney and Behrman could experience a bit of what Doohan had last year, where a one, one, someone's going to get the bad luck vibe. I'm hoping it moves on from Doohan this year. Um, but I think they'll experience something where there'll be some weekends where they can't just quite hook it up in the way that they'd hope they would, which Doohan definitely had last season. I think Doohan into year two, I'm expecting him to get it right more weekends than he doesn't. I think the Virtuosi, because we've seen it, I don't think it's that much different of a car than what delivered Joe to being competitive, I lot to almost winning a title. Doohan to being one of the best, fastest guys on the track often last season. And yeah, so I think he's going to be able to hook it up more weekends than he won't. Part of me wants to be like, he's going to have a Piastri-level domination. He's not. This is going to go down to the wire. But I am backing Doohan to get the job done. Okay. And I'm backing Fiddy yep. to be the one who runs closest to him and to replace Sonoda at uh, AlphaTauri next Ooh. season. And then it possibly becomes a full... Well, A... At which point, I don't think Perez has gone from Red Bull at the end of the season. Yeah, but no way, I think maybe. with Fiddy and AlphaTauri, it becomes a shootout between DeVries and Fiddy for the Red Bull seat the following season. Unless Perez has a massive bounce back year in 2024, in which case it's a shootout to not lose the seat to Maloney the following year. Right. Okay. Um, Red Bull Academy drama you love to see. It's always nice. Porsche finishes third, and I think even finishing third, his path is exactly the same. He is Sauber's official test and reserve driver, and then it's just a wait and see if a DeVries opportunity presents itself or not. If it doesn't, after several years, he'll probably, while he's doing that, he may start doing a a work work on the side or um, Formula E... And after a few years, if nothing's eventuated, maybe he goes off to be an IndyCar champion. Beautiful. We've got the, we've got the narrative so- sorted out for everyone. Um, I would just fantastic. also like to say, because the one thing we've not done is driver of the year. Yeah, that's what we're building up to, yes. Cool. Okay, perfect. Oh. Who is it? Who's your dri- Who's your Doty, sir? Who's your Rony uh, Doty? I've got double up awards here. It's Oli Bam. Yeah. Ah! Wow. This is, so he's this finishing is fourth, but he's your, he, and he's your Doty? I think fourth for a rookie with how no, good the class of guys are ahead of him. And it's not like I think he's going to be miles behind doing Fittipaldi and Porsche. I just don't think he's putting the championship. Yeah. Um. Again, this is like... I just... I don't know what it is about him. I don't know why I'm quite so bored. But like, I'm not putting him at Piastri levels. 
because like Piastri has a record that you just no one can match. But oh, even though he insane. didn't didn't even though he didn't win the title, I, I'm every bit as oppressed as him. Like I think he is without the yeah without the black and white championship winning results to that. I I think he is in the same tier as those likes of Leclerc, Russell, Piastri, in terms of just how fucking good this guy is. I am just so impressed. You are you are one hundred percent enamored with Oli Bannon. Have oh, you seen um, the movie Coke Bear? <laughs> Don't get me started on Coke and Bear. Mm, do you think Oli Bannon can tear through the the field much like oh, Coke Bear sake. tears through the cocaine? You know, I've I've com- uh, yes, I have. I have seen the existence of it. I think it's ridiculous. Can you tell us your driver of the year so we can end this? Because the internet's starting mm. to drive me insane. All right, mate. All right. Allegedly, no, doesn't want to talk about cocaine, bear. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm I just think gonna... it's a stupid idea. So no, I don't. You're such a you're so you're so edgy. Oh, you're hating something that everyone else loves. Ugh. Yeah, Owasa is my driver of the year. Bear? Are you more? Yeah, they do. It's it's rated very highly. Are you more Owasa? Easy, done, cash, he's, he's too quick. He's fast as fuck, boy! And on that, I believe we'll wrap things up. It's been a fun episode of F2 for you. I can tell uh, Matt's very, very Are we not going to preview Bahrain? Uh, uh, sure. Pick a podium, pick a podium for, for Bahrain, go on. Um, Alright, uh, Dylan will win the first feature of the year. Uh, mm. Fiddy will be second, and Ollie Behrman will start with a bang and get a podium. And snag Amari Cordial will score points uh, on the first weekend of the season. In both races. Amari Cordial. I'll pick Stanek as my Smokey to score points. I'll I'll, I'll pick... Uh, mm, ooh, ooh, Brad Benavides won't make it out of turn one. Courtesy of Roy Dasani. They're going to have a little teammate tussle. Uh, ooh. <clears throat> Maloney will start with a bang and get the win. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go... Uh, Dennis Hag will come second, as I mentioned earlier. I think he'll start off the season strong, and Owasa will grab a podium, having overtaken 10 people to do so on the Sunday. All right. Terrible qualifying. Very nice. Indeed. He's a, he's a topsy-turvy boy, is a year more Owasa. But I think regardless, we're, we're looking forward to a, what will be a fun year in, in Formula oh, 2. Big time. Going to be sick. Do you have any parting comments to make, Matterfall? I just don't like the fact that they go with the whole it's based on a true story for Cocaine Bear because it's a bear ate cocaine and died. That's mm-hmm. the actual story. That's the end. A bear ate cocaine. That's the end of the similarities. From there, they've gone, oh, right, right, well, the actual bear died. But we're going to say this one goes on a crazy rampage and, like, kills a bunch of people and just goes, fire, like, I'm sure it's a fun movie. I just don't say it's... it's that's people one seem- of the loosest... Pe- one of the loosest based on a true story uses I've ever seen. Do you think Peter's going to get involved? <laughs> what? Did they actually feed a real bear cocaine? <laughs> is the bear real? It is. That changes no, the whole movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's, it's actually a documentary. That's how realistic it is. Oh, dude, that's but yeah, this has been F2 for you. A little bit of second tier race car chat. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please give it a like and, and, and comment and all that crap on the social medias, online media. There's a five-star media. review on our Spotify and Apple podcasts. That would be lovely. We, we're, we're racking up a few of those five-star reviews. We're getting there. Reviews have been good. And uh, yeah, peace.
Um, yeah, Yuri Vips. Um, race one, basically, Matt, and he just Matt, clipped. Matt, Matt, if you say the word um one more time, I'm gonna have a fucking seizure. Um. Fuck you. But, uh, but um. But um. Seriously, get a handle on it. But um. Come on. But um. 